I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that combs the highways of history for a new story every day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're revisiting the birth of the Adopt-A-Highway program, a grassroots effort to keep America's roads clean, or at least cleaner. The day was March 9th, 1985. A civic group in Tyler, Texas, put up the first Adopt-A-Highway sign. The blue and white 4 by 8 foot sign read, Adopt a Highway Program, the next two miles adopted by Tyler Civitan Club for litter control. As part of the city's pilot program, members of the Civitan Club committed to cleaning up litter alongside a stretch of Highway 69 just north of Tyler. Although cleaning supplies and safety training were provided to the highway adopters, the labor of clearing the roadside was done strictly on a volunteer basis, at no cost to taxpayers. As a result, the Adopt-A-Highway program went on to save millions of dollars in cleanup costs, allowing state governments to put transportation funds into other projects. Fourteen years later, in 1999, the Texas legislature celebrated the program's success by declaring March 9th as International Adopt-A-Highway Day. 
The cleanup program got its start in 1984, a year before the first sign was installed. The idea for it came from a man named James Bobby Evans, a district engineer for the Texas Department of Transportation. It was his job to oversee the upkeep and repair of nearly 4,000 miles of state highway. One day in 1984, Evans was driving north toward Tyler, Texas, when he noticed a red pickup truck, packed with trash, driving beside him. As the truck pulled ahead, Evans realized its tailgate was open, allowing empty cement bags, nail cartons, and other debris to spill out all over the highway. At the time, litter was a serious problem in Texas. The state spent almost $25 million a year collecting trash from roadsides, and costs were rising by about 17% each year. Evans knew that his department didn't have the money to combat the increase in littering, but as he drove past miles of highway strewn with beer cans and fast food wrappers, he knew they had to come up with some kind of solution. Another part of Evans' job was promoting volunteerism by giving presentations at schools, businesses, and community centers. He had given hundreds of these talks before, but after touring the highway just outside of Tyler, Evans decided to try a new tactic. He approached civic and community groups individually and challenged them to adopt one of the highways leading to their city by cleaning it up at least four times a year. Initially, the idea didn't get any takers. Something was still missing. That's when Evans called in Billy Black, the public affairs officer for the Department of Transportation in Tyler. Evans pitched his adopt-a-highway idea and Black quickly filled in the missing piece, give the volunteers credit by listing their organization's name on a roadside sign. Not only would it make the commitment feel more official, it would also act as free publicity, both for the highway adopters and for the program itself. Over the next year, Black and Evans worked together to create a program that could train and equip volunteers and also install that all-important signage. The only problem was they didn't have the authority to erect signs along the highway. Evans called Deputy Director Henry Thomason and outlined the plan for the program. He was reportedly met with a long pause before Thomason finally replied, quote, Bobby, sometimes it's better to ask forgiveness than to seek permission. With that out of the way, Billy Black started promoting the idea to the public. The first group to seize the opportunity was the Tyler Civitan Club, whose members wanted to adopt two miles of U.S. Route 69 between their city and Interstate 20. The group's Adopt-A-Highway sign, the first of its kind, was installed on March 9, 1985. Not long after, about 20 members of the Civitan Club gathered for their first cleanup. They donned their orange vests and gloves, took up their spiked sticks, and got to work spearing garbage for the common good. Word of the Adopt-A-Highway program spread quickly, and soon community groups in all 254 Texas counties had joined in the cleanup effort. In fact, in the program's first year, roughly 700 groups signed on, claiming responsibility for more than a thousand miles of highway. A large part of that success was due to a statewide media campaign that was launched in conjunction with the program. The 1986 campaign debuted the now-famous slogan, 
Don't Mess with Texas, which was trademarked by the Texas Department of Transportation. Within a year, the Adopt-A-Highway program and the media campaign had reduced litter cleanup costs by 29%, and within the first four years, litter on Texas highways was reduced by 72%. Following this hugely successful debut in Texas, it didn't take long for other states to, well, adopt the Adopt-A-Highway program. The terms of the program can vary a little between states, but for the most part, volunteers apply to adopt at least two miles of highway for a two-year period. During that time, they agree to clean that stretch of road on a regular basis, at least once every three months or so. In return, the adopters get their name emblazoned on a snazzy blue sign. Over the years, some variation of the program eventually spread to all 50 states, as well as to Puerto Rico and even a few other countries, including Australia, Japan, and Spain. Schools, businesses, and churches are some of the most common organizations to participate in the program, but individuals sometimes adopt a highway themselves. Over the years, there's been a great deal of controversy over whether certain groups or individuals should be excluded from the program. Sometimes, the outrage fades quickly, like in cases where a group of nudists or a Wiccan coven join the program. Other times, the controversy leads to actual legal disputes, like in 2001, when Missouri and 28 other states sued for the right to deny applications from the Ku Klux Klan. A lower court ruled that it was unconstitutional to bar the organization from the Adopt-A-Highway program, and that ruling was allowed to stand after the Supreme Court refused to hear the state's appeal. In the end, the Klan was permitted to sponsor a stretch of highway in Missouri on the grounds of free speech. Still, Missouri's state legislature got the last word on the matter when it responded by renaming the highway that the Klan adopted in honor of Rosa Parks. The Adopt-A-Highway program has been a massive success since its launch in 1985, and today, Tens of thousands of volunteer groups help keep American roadsides a little bit cleaner. It's a testament to both the generosity of the country's citizens and to their love of recognition and big blue signs. The program proved instrumental in getting the public more invested in the upkeep of the highways we all rely on. In 1992, seven years after the launch of the Adopt-A-Highway program, Bobby Evans reflected on that positive change in an interview with Reader's Digest. The engineer said, quote, Billy Black and I keep hearing that attitudes have changed. Once you've picked up roadside trash, you are unlikely to dump any there yourself. I think even the fellow in that red pickup is coming around our way. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.